This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris Huge story I want to talk to you about that you're not going to hear anywhere else, not likely. And that is that the Supreme Court may reopen this matter of the 2020 election fraud. Crazy, really. I, I would say it's a very, very slim chance, but uh, it certainly is a, a, a matter that's open at this point. I want to get into that a little bit because it's really, I mean, you could go on a a bit of a fascinating turn with all that, depending on the outcome of it. There's people say, oh, this could, you know, unseat uh, Biden, Harris. And (laughs) uh, I think if there's people with enough money behind it, they could probably convince the court to do whatever they want. Who knows? Enough pressure or whatever. But, uh, I wouldn't expect anything that dramatic out of it, but it really could have some some serious consequences going forward. We'll see about that. A couple other cool stories I want to get into, but uh, before I do all that, first of all, I'm surprised to be back here today. I told you I wasn't going to be back, and here I am, so surprise. Uh, I'm sure you're as happy about it as I am. I am happy about it. I enjoy doing the podcast. I had a little time here. I do have a meeting tonight. Uh, but my day ended a little earlier than I planned, and I got a little time gap in there, and I thought, why not? Let's do the podcast. i got some things to talk about. So here we are. Happy to be here. Uh, I got a new camera system that we're putting in at the house. You know, believe it or not, you've heard me talk about the four levels of security at our home. And uh, I try to think, uh, one, two, three, four, four to four A and B. <laughs> Right. Uh, so the ca- and cameras were not part of that, if you can imagine. I mean, talk about a layered security system. And uh, anyway, the, the, the cameras are really just the icing on the cake. Well, these things are just incredible. Color, night vision, full color with uh, a crispness. This, this, even my wife said, is there a light on back there? I said, no, it's just the camera doing that. Unbelievable, really, the, the the low light that it needs. You can pan and zoom, and it's, it's and you can talk through these things. They're all wireless. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm sure there's uh, you know security issues with all that, but like I said, uh, we're getting you on camera just for evidence. Really, I don't know that I would say that. Uh, it's really part of the security system. Anyway, I'm pretty stoked about it. It's actually a, a scalable system, so we're starting small. Like I'm, uh, I don't want to do this again. So you know, how big are the SD cards, and where do we mount them, and how do we mount them, and what devices do we have? Some need to be shrouded. This is all important stuff. So we'll work it out one corner at a time. Just keep working our way around. Uh, it'll help us keep an eye on the dogs, our daughter, lots of different things. So we're excited about it. I want to mention something else to you. Uh, I was at a meeting last night. I mentioned to you I had back-to-back meetings. And the meeting last night was to introduce the uh, new Republican candidates, some of the new Republican candidates for county commissioner here. 
And as you know, may know, I was heavily considering running for that position, decided not to. Why did I decide not to? A couple different reasons, um, not in any particular order. Uh, I can't stand the environment, the people. Maybe that'll change at some point. You get a d- dynamic group of people in government. When has anybody ever said that? I, it's just not me. That's the problem. You know, I, and thank God, I guess it's not. But I would be going there to do something, and you're not going to be doing anything. You're going to be mired down. and That's never going to change. You're going to have the patience of a saint. You really do. Think about how hard it is to, if you want to go out and grab a sandwich, you sit there, you think for two minutes, hmm, do I want to get down the street? Do I want to go up the street? Do I want hot or cold? All right, let's go hot sandwich up the street. You're on your way. Add your spouse to that mix. Oh, Maybe I want a soup. It gets a lot more complicated. Exponentially so. You ever try going out to dinner with another, another couple, deciding on where you're going to go? Ah, oh, yeah, I just I can't do Italian again. The, the, you know, people get older. All they, like everybody's got a, a food allergy and a medication and a gripe. <laughs> I don't have any food allergies or medication. <laughs> I got a few gripes, though. Anyway, where the heck was I? I get myself off point. I'm at the meeting. It's the candidates there. Oh, how complicated it could be to get a group of people moving, right? And if you try to go out with like six or eight people, you know what I'm talking. It's like then an hour to get in the car. It really, it just is. It's just the way it is. And so if you're going to go out with a group, you're like, you know what? Pour some cocktails and have a good time with it. Otherwise, it's going to go nuts. You think government, you're just going to bring together all these people and it's going to be easy? It's never easy. Anyway, I decided it wasn't for me, why I didn't run. Um, that was the main main reason, I guess. Uh, but also the problems in the party. This Republican Party in our county can kiss my butt. They really, I, they, I'm so infuriated. Uh, I don't know, they blame it on this chairwoman. I, I don't know enough to, to blame her for everything, but I saw uh, the impact of some of her shenanigans firsthand. She's as uh, corrupt as anybody. Unreal, really, uh, how they'll cheat and and uh, with every little thing, really. Just backstabbing, cheating, two-faced liars. These are the people in our government. Talk about a mental illness. You wouldn't know, you know. She's a very professional lawyer, nice smile, very pleasant to talk to. Yeah. Good luck uh, getting on board with the Republican Party. If you're not hand-picked and haven't cleared the uh, the two-party conglomerate, you're not getting in. Uh, you can, but I'm thinking, yeah, do I really want to fight my way into this? Is this really what I want to do? No, was the answer. I'm going to let somebody else do it right now. I don't think I can get anything done either. That's the other, I'm like, they're, they're going to hate me out of the gate no matter what I do. You know that. I'd have to go in as like an antagonizer, blah, 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 blah. I got to go in there and try and get stuff done. Then these people are going to listen to me. It's the reality. It's like talking to the wall. I tell you about the email to the chief of police. It's talking to the wall, talking to the wall. Anyway, I go to this meeting last night. They have the candidates there that will be running, not me, uh, which I thanked them and congratulated them. And, and uh, I also know a couple of these people and uh, respect them and I'm very proud of them for making the decision to run. And uh, so I want to be positive. 
that being said, um, I just was really disappointed. Well, I'll just tell you, they, each of them got up to speak, and not one of them spoke about what they would do for the county. Tell me about their background and why they'd be perfect for the job and why they're, they're perfect and we should love them. And then, and then, and then. Um, and it was, it was great. I, you know, but I'm like, wait, wait, what are you going to do for me? We, you know, they, I, I heard general terms. I support the Second Amendment, uh, fiscally responsible. Really? Have you looked over the county budget? What are you going to cut? So I think it needs to be increased, not decreased. Ooh, where's that coming from? I think the community college needs to have full uh, free online tuition to all county residents. Ooh, progressive idea. And it should be privatized. Put it back in the private sector. Counties paid for the ground, paid for the buildings, and subsidized the college for, I don't know, 20, 30 years. A great college, by the way. And maybe some level of sub- subsidy is, uh, it needs to continue, and that's fair enough. It's open for discussion. But in the meantime, they already have a board of directors. Privatize the college and uh, let them stand on their own two feet. If they can't raise the money through the businesses that benefit from the increased training and so forth, uh, then they'll have to raise tuitions and let the, hopefully the students see the value in it in, their, in the uh, form of ha- higher wages. Why do we have old people in this uh, county, retirees, that are subsidizing the careers and educations of young people. I'm not totally against it. I'm really not. But it's been going on a long time. College does very well. My understanding is that they're sitting on a boatload of cash. The way our tax system works, they get year-over-year increases, whether they need it or not. They're just encouraged to spend money. Uh, And I'm not being critical of all that. They do a great job. It's a beautiful campus uh, and very popular. And I think the county uh, should want to continue it as as a fixture of the county. At the same time, I don't believe that the taxpayers should be subsidizing it. Just my two cents. So there, I just gave you a couple of things. How about priorities? How is it that we don't have a, a county homeless shelter, but we're building new $300,000 dog parks in every town across the Commonwealth? Explain that to me. Who's communicating with our state legislature that they get the feeling that it's a higher priority down here that we get new dog parks than that we have a homeless shelter. I cannot tell you the problems that have been created from shutting down the homeless shelter. It almost seems to be the most sinister, purposeful plan ever. I could go back in history, the personal impact of the shutting down of Norristown State Hospital and ultimately that the psychiatric portion of it closed a long time ago. And basically, the county seat, the crappy town there, has been so overrun with crime that they basically need to sell off the ground for the money. Otherwise, they're going to be defunct. Meanwhile, all these homeless people are pushed out all over, all over across the county. county just says, we're not going to do it anymore. No notice, no heads up, no provisions to do something different, no working with the state or the stakeholders or all this BS that they feed out about equity and equality. Just you deal with it. Here you go. And so you got homeless people being pushed out of the city of Philadelphia. What happens is you get county residents that take the train down to Philly, get addicted to meth and fentanyl and all kinds of other crap, come back all crack-headed up and, and sick, and no place to stay because they've destroyed every relationship, and they end up homeless. The police get them. Sometimes they'll purposely commit petty crimes and they need a place to stay. Now it's turning, they let them sleep in the parks. You get this this transit coming in and out of the city. We're kind of lucky here where we're at um, that uh, we don't get it. Um, 
for some reason they skipped this stop on the train. And I think that the reason is our town is is uh, hillier than than the rest of the than, than much of the rest of the county. And uh, you know I like it for walking purposes, but you know it's a little more work than just you know walking around on a flat flat sidewalks. And you know so for example the train station I think is like, uh, I don't know about two miles from our house. But, you know, it's, it's a pretty good walk to get up. So, you know, it's not like we're going to see a lot of homeless people coming up for there, that kind of thing. And there's nothing, you know, between us and them that's attractive. You know, there's no vacant homes. There's no bars, right? There's, you know, no park. I guess there's parks that could try. But I think the police here would probably run them out pretty quick. The people would run them out. Anyway, huge problem. These are the things that I would talk about. Uh, I had a whole list, really, of things that I could do for the county. The cleaning up of the the main creek that runs through our our county. It's been talked about, over a million dollars invested in a study. It's time to get the creek cleaned up, for real. It's polluted. We don't use these terms in politics. The creek is polluted, I'm telling you, firsthand. It needs to be cleaned up. A lot has been done, but more needs to be done. The creek is dead. Don't call me a crazy environmentalist. I'm telling you, as somebody who likes to hunt and fish and be outside and, and, I don't know, drink clean water kind of thing. And you get down in the creek, and I say, this creek is dead. There, there's no living matter. And I could tell you exactly why, but it's not really the point right now. The point is that something can be done about it. The stream banks need to have ongoing maintenance anyway when they run through uh, urbanized areas. That's not happening. And so just like the, 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 the forest not being taken care of in California, right, you say, hey, the place is burning down. You guys got to do better forest management. You don't say it because you're an environmentalist. You say it because you're practical. You say, if we don't stay on top of this, our houses are going to burn down. Well, it's the same way with the creeks and streams and drainage systems. They let this stuff go to waste. They don't do the proper maintenance. And then when it floods everybody out, they're like, oh, climate change. <laughs> how that happened? Look, a balloon. You see what I'm saying now? Woo-hoo, look over there. No, it's not a balloon. It's a UFO. It's a balloon. It's a UFO. It's a balloon. It's a UFO. It's my balloon. UFO. Good God. No wonder we're all going nuts. Anyway, I was a little disappointed the candidates. Um, and I didn't hear the fire. You know, the one person, I want to be very careful here. There's people listening to this podcast that know the, the candidates, and I don't want to hurt them. In fact, I want to help them. But the one candidate, they were like, that's why I'm not saying genders. I'm not getting wokey on you. Don't worry. But they, they were like um, just very, uh, you know, and uh, I've done a lot for the party. And <laughs> What do I owe you, dude? I don't know you squat. I just met you in the room. What are you going to do for me? What do you, what's your vision for the county that you're so great, that you're so much better than the liberals that are running it now? What are you going to do? Anyway, I didn't get any of that. I didn't hear any real fire. This is what Trump brought. And I actually wanted to speak, and uh, I wasn't asked to at this one. I was a little disappointed. And you know what I was going to say? I was like, we need to start thinking like builders, building our society, building our communities, building our country. Let's start with the schools. That's a great place to start. How about a, a countywide initiative that can be re- replicated? And this was going to be part of my shtick. But I wanted to make this a model county for certain things. Number one, school security. Immediately bring in uh, special forces and, and former uh, CIA. Our goal should be to make sure that our children are as safe at school as the president in the White House. Tell me I'm wrong about that. 
It doesn't have to involve taking every gun off the street, which is a ridiculous idea on a million different fronts. How about if we have a proper analysis of the, of the, of the security systems, a review and recommendations and money to implement it? I mean, we're pissing away billions of dollars in Ukraine, but we have no money to put security systems on the American schools. No, we want to take away everybody's guns. Like, that's some kind of a great idea. I saw that. What was the latest in Michigan? The lady up there. Don't even talk to me if you're not ready to have a conversation about that. Yeah, good. Go away. I'm not ready to have a conversation about giving up anything for you. I don't even know you. I don't know anybody involved in this. But you want to have a conversation about taking away my what? Go to hell. These people, they can all rot in hell. They know nothing about security, nothing about hardening target, but they're going to tell you, the guns are the problem. Prove it. Prove it. Was a gun used in every one of these? Not when a knife was. Not when a car was. Not when it was a bomb threat. Anyway, how about if you take care of all those things with proper security? Why is it that every courthouse around the country is completely secure? You never hear of a mass shooting in a courthouse. Why don't we just apply the same security measures to the schools? I don't know. Call me crazy. Oh, 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 hmm. (laughs) Yeah, ah, hmm, ha. I get it. So anyway, now I got all that off my chest. I didn't mean to go on that rambling so long. I just get tired of the lunatic. You just look at everything, and I'm like, I don't know how to have an intelligent conversation about this crap. I say, you know, we need to be builders. We need to start with our schools, providing the best possible security. We can prove that it can be done. This camera system I'm implementing, a thousand nothing. They have now AI technology that can detect people versus other things. Yeah, I mean, you, could, you could do so much for so little today. And... Why don't we focus on those things at all? Not even a discuss. Don't tell me. You want to have a discussion about a further reduction of gun rights? I first want to have a discussion about improving school security in general. And then when we show how we do it in the schools, make the same recommendations. Matter of fact, maybe it needs to be written into the building codes. I've said this for a long time, too. Where the hell is anybody in this country with a vision to actually accomplish or solve anything? Why is it, I brought this up back with, remember the Las Vegas shooting? Why is it that we've got complicated alarm systems for fires and whatnot, and you have this open air venue that you're going to funnel thousands of people in? And what happened at that event, they had this fast pass system. These cattle chutes set up to push people in in the fastest way possible by design. It was very purposeful, not for any sinister purpose. They were trying. Hey, we want to get people. We got to bring whatever. There was so many people at that event. Pack them in there, and then they're trapped. We should take that event as a warning to not do that. Make it pop. And first thing, this is the other thing. It's not even about an ingress, egress issue, although you'd have to take a look at that. How about a warning system to start there? The band kept playing. They hear pop, pop, pop. They're like, oh, we didn't know what's going on. They keep playing. There should have been an immediate power down in that situation. Shut the lights off so the targets aren't available. Could there be defensive measures employed? An alarm system? 
Maybe you say by building code, hey, you can't have an open-air venue. And and I'll tell you, this goes for, for so many things, uh, and, and this could need to be a hard look at this. Look at the Wisconsin Parade Massacre. You've got, you know, local venues where you got, you know, all kinds of local parades, and they funnel a 1,000 people in easily within sharpshooter range, easily. And now you've got a lot of cases where the counties are, are deploying their own sharpshooters to, you know, combat against that. Anyway, uh, let's create a model county for security in schools and use that as a basis to bring the highest level of protection to the country in other ways, too. Our county community college, highly successful, as I mentioned. They already offer some kind of free college credits. I think high school kids here can take college credits there for free or something like that. I'd like to see that expanded. If you've heard me talk, I was saying it for many years before that bum Bernie Sanders with his stupid free college that's not free. Millions of people lined up for a lie. Not one thing in his idea that ever suggested anything was ever going to be free in any way. Well, if it's free, I would ask people, what is free about this Bernie thing? Uh, nothing. So you believe in a lie. Well, if it's free, it's for me. <laughs> the new American way. I want to punch him right in the solar plexus every time I hear it. I really do. How about a genuine free college idea? Now, naturally, you're not going to become a doctor this way and many other things. But uh, even two-year degrees, free online for every American. Tell Facebook crooks to do it. Here, here's your penalty for being such jerks. We're going to require you to build a, a free online college system and run it, too, while you're at it. Low cost. How about a requirement that you get a free college degree and you're required to give back? You know where you could start? Cleaning up trash along the freeways. There's another big initiative. Since when did it become acceptable that I'm driving down the road, I'm seeing trash all over the place? What, none of these, none of these uh, super smart politicians are seeing what I'm seeing? They don't see the bums in the street, the trash on the side? Let's get it cleaned up. Let's make this place something that we can be proud of for a change. How's that? Uh, Boy, I doubled down on my rant. I don't do that a whole lot anymore. I get upset. I get upset because there's a lot of waste, a lot of wasted time, a lot of wasted money, and it could be a lot better. It doesn't have to be this way. Whatever happened to people that cared and wanted to do something, want to make things better? Like lots of people. Like everybody was like interested. Now it's like, ah, I rode my bike down to the store so I don't burn fossil fuel. Shut up. You know, (laughs) that's your contribution, you schmuck. Take your Cinderella loafers off. Was I telling you about the parent (laughs) at the birthday party? My, my, My daughter's bestie's dad, I finally met him, and he's wearing rainbow Crocs. Yeah, whatever, you know, I could care less. Very festive. Good for you. It's not gay or anything like that. Just got to tell the world that, you know, he supports homosexuality. I'm like, okay, dude. Rah. Go, bro. <laughs> you go with the gayness. I mean, I don't feel like why you need to tell me about it, but whatever, you know. I don't know what to say anymore. Let me dress to show everybody how supportive I am of homosexuality or, or whatever other big cause <laughs> seems to be the flavor of the day. Let me just leave gay people alone. Let me just start there. Let me stop talking about it and just leave them alone. Let's try that for a little while. What would you say? I don't know. 
Um, oh, I forgot the big story I wanted to talk about. I started yammering on there. Let's get into it, shall we? The United States Supreme Court has decided to take another look at the 2020 election fraud claims. It will only take four votes for the case to come under a full briefing and argument schedule. This is really misleading. Uh, like I said, I think the chances slim to none. Uh, justices are to review a lawsuit charging that Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and others, including 291 members of the House and 94 senators, violated their oaths of office by refusing to investigate evidence of fraud in the 2020 election before certifying Biden as the winner. That meant the cases charged at Biden and Harris were inaugurated fraudulently. The plaintiff in the case is Roland J. Brunson, and he's seeking the removal of office from those who committed the offense. The court last month declined to hear the case, but he filed a petition for reconsideration, and now the court has scheduled a private conference for that review. Four of the nine justices must vote to review for... Uh, for a hearing to be scheduled. Critics of President Trump's claims about election fraud say his arguments repeatedly have lost in courts, often the decisions by Democrat-appointed judges. Also misleading. There's plenty of Republican judges that did the same, including Amy Comey Barrett. What is known about the 2020 election is that Mark Cluckerberg handed out through foundations hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, listen, this is a clear violation, the Zuckerberg dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars that were... Uh, a clear violation of campaign finance laws. Uh, the other thing that's a, comp- and I don't know why this isn't coming up, is the, is the public sector union involvement. These are violations of, of the campaign finance laws. Why is it allowed to go on? Well, for the simple reason that uh, Republicans have a long history of doing absolutely nothing. Nothing. It's the, it's the do-nothing party. I, I, I can't believe I'm registered Republican. It's a disgrace. The party's a disgrace. I hope, that, I hope the word on that gets out. I don't know how anybody's, oh, I'm a proud Republican. Really? I'm not proud of anything. The Repu- Name one thing you're proud of that the Republican Party's done. What? Uh, make it impossible for Donald Trump to run to the point he had to threaten to run as an independent? To sit back while he got impeached and do little to nothing to defend them? To sit back as Republicans while uh, Americans being held in, in jail down in Washington, D.C.? Uh, with, 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 without proper due process and, and uh, unbelievable conditions? political prisoners, this stuff's allowed to go on. The American public blatantly lied to the Republicans, just sit back and allow it to go on. Who's worse? The ones doing it or the ones allowing it to go on? Even worse, social media and legacy media work together to suppress accurate reporting. Oh, you don't say. You don't say. Yeah, it's funny to me listening to the leftist media. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a, it's a big possibility. Um, like I said, I think it's a slim chance, slim to none, if I had to say more specifically. But I hope I'm wrong about that. Wouldn't that be amazing? Now, here's the next thing. And, you know, I don't like to do this, but, okay, what then? You know, they're going to kick by or a special election. Oh, great. You know who benefits from that? The parties. And I can promise you, one way or the other, they will benefit from it. I'll leave you with this. You got serious, serious structural problems going on. First and foremost, and I know nobody's talking about it, is the debt problem. I was saying, yeah, here we go. Uh, Biden runs a $460 billion deficit in the first four months. So we're basically running at a trillion and a half a year right now. It was just uh, two or three years ago I was saying we're at a trillion a year. 
It's jumped up 50%. This is not a linear progression. It's not what you're seeing. And that's why things are getting so crazy. And, you know, I've been studying this for a long time. I'm no economic whiz expert on fiat money or anything like that. But you can look back through history. You can pretty plainly see what the heck's going on. The best example I can give of the structural problem with fiat money, paper money, it's not backed uh, by anything fixed. What is the problem? Well, they lend a dollar out, right? It's It's all printed. It's all debt, debt money. Money is debt. That's what fiat money is. So they, they print a dollar out, and um, what do they want back? They want a dollar plus interest. How does that happen? They have to print more, more money to allow the interest to be paid back. There's more to it than just that, but you begin to see that sooner or later, it's going to implode under its own weight, which is exactly what happens every single time. I believe it would happen even if it was uh, tied to a fixed value, I think sooner or later. It's unavoidable. What stage of that are we in? Well, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, but when you consider the problems with China alone, how long are we going to go on you know, basically waging war with China before they stop taking any American debt and stop shipping products over here? Has anybody thought that through, what that would mean to us if we no longer had access to Chinese products, if they shut off overnight? People ought to start thinking about it. It would disrupt a lot of things that you probably can't even think of. I would question whether or not we even have the manufacturing capacities to rebuild the machines to rebuild the manufacturing capacity without China's help. Crazy when you think about it. Would we have the money? The investment going to come in here? Who's going to do that? Precarious. Precarious. What phase? I don't know. My prediction has been and remains that it's not going to be a cliff, that it can't be. Like it just the people are going to hold on regardless because there's nothing else to turn to. It's just so so far gone. You're not going to just flip tomorrow to a gold stand. It could happen. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. All the more reason for strong local leaders. If you have to suddenly develop a local currency that people could trade, who are you going to trust to do that on your on your local councils? Anyway, we're at a, at a trillion and a half dollars a year in debt. What's my point? Well. Uh, I do believe that the, the, the easy money is creating a lot of the corruption. And not only that, the, the expansion of government that's come along with it. I mean, when you look at how much of the labor pool is being sucked up by government, that alone is just mind-boggling. And it's wreaking havoc. That, that alone, just that one piece. But this funny money, it's really made things funny. And I think it's gotten so funny that nobody really even understands what's going on. Because they're like, this isn't right. Like right now, like the, the inflation's through the roof. I know, by inflation stabilized. Really? Have you been to the food store? A bag of broccoli at, 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 a, at, a, at the local market, the, you know, the wholesale place, $9. I don't know. Maybe it's out of season probably, but I don't ever remember <clears throat> paying half that for a bag of broccoli. I, I did that, a triple take. Food prices have gone through the roof. They don't count that in the inflation numbers. But at the same time, it's not really imploding. <clears throat> Even with the big tech layoffs, you know, there's still jobs out there. I was talking to a, a realtor called me the other day. It was three-year anniversary. We've been in this house. She called me. She said, um, you know, how's things going? Great, blah, blah. I had a nice little conversation with her. I said, how's home sales? She says, they're great. She said, you know, the junk isn't selling the way it was. You know, people put, you know, a turd on the market and they want top dollar. That's not happening. But if you got a good, you know, house properly priced, selling great. 
as I suspected. So why is that? How are people doing it? You know, I'm looking at like the cost of this house with the price increases and the rate increases. The townhomes down the street are more expensive than where we're. I'm like, how, how does somebody do that? I don't know. Wages have gone up to be true, but still, that was a big part of the Great Reset, I think. Anyway, we've gone from a trillion dollar a year deficit. Now we're at a trillion and a half. Biden's not showing any signs of reigning in. And I'll leave you with this last point. I think the whole big thing with all this goofiness, they're like, we need to keep those printing presses running. That's the sole focus. They're like, look, a, a balloon. Not just it's a deadly but it's a deadly spy balloon. It's a EMP deadly spy weather balloon. No, it's a UFO. Pretty soon, don't be surprised if you see aliens dancing in the Oval Office. They're going to have to. Anything to distract you from the fact that we're all bankrupt right now. I don't know. It's going to be, it's a crazy time. We'll see what's going on. This Supreme Court case will be very interesting to see how. If it pans out, you'll never hear about it in the news. Maybe they'll report it in the Russian news. I'll try to share with you. Hey, God willing, I'll be back soon. Uh, I don't know when. Soon, Sunday, Monday, maybe tomorrow. Maybe I'll surprise you. I'll see you there. Make it a great day.